Hey, 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 everybody. Today for you, podcast number 55. Today's podcast is titled, Take Me to School. <laughs> Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of your weekly Limitless Life Network podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Lombardi, and sitting next to me is my beautiful wife, Sandy Lombardi. And this is the Limitless Life Network podcast where we flesh out the limitations that are preventing you from reaching your goals and living the life that you're called to lead. And of course, it wouldn't be the beginning of a podcast without thanking you, the listener, for taking the time out of your day to join us and listen to what we have put together for you. And today's podcast, I think, is going to be a really good one uh, because we've spent a lot of time uh, putting this one together, a lot of talk back and forth because it's a uh, it's a good one. It's a good one. There's a lot to describe, a lot to talk about. Hopefully it doesn't go too, too long because I know that everybody seems to like the short format that we do in that 20-minute window. And uh, did you get some great comments this week from people? We little, did. I was. Were you a little surprised? I was. Someone stopped me this week and said that you know I I really like your podcast and I was kind of shocked that she would be listening to it and it raised the bar for me honestly though it I don't know like when you know some people that you look up to are listening you're like huh yeah better bring my A game yeah better <laughs> bring the A game all right awesome so yeah thank you so much for listening um it does mean a lot and i think sandy really feels that because of whoever said that like it makes you feel like you know what i need to deliver something good and to be honest there's weeks where you don't want to even do it right like i mean it'd be great to just like forget about it and not produce a podcast but at the same time People have an expectation, you know, you guys deliver a podcast every week, don't you? Yeah, absolutely we do. So here we are. So thanks for your reviews. Thanks for your comments. We love and appreciate you. And on with the show, as they say in show business. Today's topic titled, Take Me to School. And what's the backstory? Well, the backstory is this. Last week was the first week of school locally in this area. I know other people that listen in other parts of the country have been back to school for a long time already. Mm -hmm. But in uh, New York State, uh, last week was the first week of school. And um, so, you know, the school year has begun for everyone now. And naturally, I had several practice members ask about our family and our children and uh, you've got a bunch of kids in college, I know, but uh, do you have any still going to school like locally? And uh, that leads us down the rabbit hole of, well, we do. We have Grace. <laughs> and Grace is 12 years old and she is in school and her school is homeschool. Mm -hmm. And you're sitting, I'm sitting next to her teacher. <laughs> Um, so yeah, my wife is a fantastic homeschool teacher. Um, she didn't think she was in the beginning, but now I think she's embraced the role quite well and, uh, is very grateful for it, I believe. Wouldn't you say? Oh, I love it. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Went to the L word. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very good. And, um, yeah. So when people started asking me about homeschooling, well, that's not their norm, right? That's like out of their, 
you know, if you don't, if you weren't homeschooled, then you don't know much about homeschooling. So you may have some preconceived notions. Mm -hmm. Would you say that people have preconceived notions about homeschooling? Absolutely. And I think the question you often get is about socialization and will they have friends? And then what about sports? And it's really, um, those aren't even valid questions anymore. If you're involved in the homeschool community or aware of it at all, like, um, there are so many communities and that I think is why my vocabulary has changed when I'd say that I love homeschooling is because I found a community and um, just actually we left soccer practice today and Grace is playing um, at New Life Christian School and she said you know mom I like going every day and seeing them she's like it's kind of like going to school you know like there's that routine of seeing the same people is what she's enjoying but um we see the same group every week at our co-op as well, but um, we need community, right? So we we built our own community. We found our own sports programs that allow homeschoolers to participate. So yeah, yeah. So you know, we could make that a topic in and of itself, yeah. but that was just organic, off the cuff. Sandy just delivering the goods there about find your community. Um, but point number one is things are not always what they seem. So. I listened to a podcast this week that really kind of just sparked my mind, mm-hmm. and um, and this uh, doctor, um, I can't remember her name, she was being interviewed, but she was talking about the idea of things aren't always what they seem to be. And when we were all, I mean, anybody that, if you ask them, one plus one, what does it equal? Two. Two is what they're going to say. And, and nobody's going to argue that, really, even though you listen to the Beatles and they sing the song, one and one and one is three. Well, that's a different. Yeah, that's correct. One and one and one is three. But one plus one equals two. Nobody really argues that. But if you say, if I have one pile of laundry and I add another pile of laundry to it, how many piles of laundry do I have? a really larger pile of laundry. <laughs> right. Or if I have one cloud and another cloud crashes into it. I still have one cloud. And you have one cloud. Maybe it's bigger now. So it makes you think that things aren't always absolute in that realm. And the whole idea here is just have your mind open to new ideas. Mm-hmm. Just be aware that there's a possibility that things aren't always what they seem to be. And I and that is uh, that is a very interesting thought when it comes to schooling, right? Mm-hmm. Like what we're taught in school is, is you know you're you're taught that these are the absolutes, right? Right. And that's kind of that's kind of the way. I mean, we were brought up in that type of a system. So you know, the point is is that things aren't always what they seem to be. Um, another example, you know, it's just a happening that happened this week, and we talked about this. And I think this kind of lends this too. There's a there's a tragedy that took place this week. A couple of them actually in our area, but one we were well, well I was awake already at, at early in the morning on Saturday, but there was a loud explosion that rocked our home, and it was nowhere near our house, but literally a house blew up, and thank God nobody was injured. Nobody was hurt, nobody was killed, but this explosion took place miles away and literally shook our house on top of the hill where we live. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I didn't know what it was, but I knew it had to be big because I heard it. It was deafening. And, uh, and it turned out that there was a gas, somebody ran into a house, broke the gas meter, 
The house filled up with gas. Everybody got out. They couldn't get the gas line shut off in time. And eventually something sparked it and the entire house blew up. And anyway, the whole point is, is that we didn't know what happened because we had a limited amount of information. And so we thought, you know, we would figure this out. Well, you know, I called my neighbor, I texted my neighbor and he thought maybe from his house, he could see a fire burning. He thought maybe a train blew up. So, okay, that's a plausible explanation. Another piece of information. We have a visual, right, from a long distance away. We have, I heard the sound and felt the rumble. So we, there's some information, but neither one of us were accurate in what we thought had happened because I didn't know anything about the car yet. Well, I logged into social media and boom, there was all kinds of information there because multiple people had joined together to provide more and more details so that I could figure out exactly what happened. So she called a friend of ours that lives very close to that area. And what'd she say? She didn't know. She, what she had heard was totally wrong. Um, but she would, you know, was still shaking and her house really got affected by it. But we had more information miles and miles away than she did. Yeah. And she was right, basically, you know, <laughs> six houses down from where it happened. Right. Um, but she knew that something big had happened. She heard the explosion and felt it, mm-hmm. but she didn't have all the details yet. And so I guess my point is, is that things aren't always what they seem. And that's why finding out more and more details can really add to the story mm-hmm. and give you a full picture. Right. So um, the next point is the idea of mindlessness. And, and, you know, we were talking about this with education, mm-hmm. that sometimes in the educational system, I would say our educational system in, in, in the public setting is based off of historically um, late 1800s Prussia is where the the whole idea of how education was put together. And it was to create really a, a field of a workforce because the Industrial Revolution's going on and you need workers that are going to be on time and follow orders and respond to bells. And there's a lot of elements of our educational system that came from that. And so we have people that are very good at following what? Following rules. Rules, rules and, 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 there's no, and I'm not saying there's something wrong with rules, but after a while, the rules are just the rules, and you're not even sure what the rules are for, yeah. right? And so we just have a tendency to follow the rules because they're rules. And if you follow rules, you get what? You get rewarded. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're, you're praised for following the rules. And the best rule followers... And the people that do their work on time and get it done correctly get what? The best grades, yeah. right? And the right. best grades. So, um, yeah, so that's the educational system. But what if you're not good at that stuff? What if the classes don't suit your learning style? What if your grades slip because you can't learn in that type of an environment? Right, you don't fit in that model. And then what happens to you? Your confidence is shot, right? You start to question your value, your purpose. And who you are, right? right? Because everybody else is just following the system. Mm -hmm. And if it works for the majority, then great for the majority. But what about the minority, Mm -hmm. right? And so the whole purpose of that is, and I'm not saying that everybody's mindless, but at times we get into a routine and we just accept it for what it is. And we're not really thinking about it anymore. Where mindfulness is we think about everything. We consider all the possibilities. 
and being open to the fact that there could be other possibilities. That's all that mindfulness means. Um, yeah, so that's point number two, right? All right, so point number three, you really talked about, um, you brought it up really in your in your lesson, right? Mm-hmm. And it's always be bold in the pursuit of knowledge. What uh, Where did that come from? Our, um, we're doing a government class um, this year in seventh grade with Grace, and um, today's topic was truth. And what is truth? How do we seek truth? How do we look at primary sources versus secondary sources? And and to always be in pursuit of knowledge, pursuit of truth. And we we do that by asking questions and scrutinizing and using logic and reason. And so there was a lot of steps and, and discussion. And, um, was, and I guess that's why I brought up this topic. I was just like, I'm it reminded me again and again of why I'm so um, glad for the curriculum choices that I have that instill these values and um, really digging into topics and, and looking for truth and not just mindlessly accepting a topic or an opinion mm-hmm. uh, on, a, on a subject. Yeah, I think that's great because very much so, you know, you're taught, at least, the, I mean, the school systems we went through, you're taught what was written in the book. Well, who wrote the book? And when was the book written? Right. You know, and most textbooks are 20 years antiquated. And and that's that's kind of sad, but that's the truth, is that by the time I was taught things in, in school and, you know, chiropractic college, the textbooks that we used, the textbooks that the medical doctors were using at the time, same exact textbooks, but some of that stuff was antiquated because new research had already found that some of that evidence was false. Mm-hmm. But yet you're taught that and you're tested on that and you repeat that. So you regurgitate all this this information that's actually not even accurate anymore. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, how long does it take before the truth surfaces? It's There's a big lag there. But the cool thing today is that we have the Internet. And the internet, and it has really opened up the, I guess, the resource of of knowledge, the resource of truth, and the availability of it. Yes, there's a lot to sift through, but the cool thing and the and one of the big reasons I like podcasts is because you can't fluff a podcast <laughs> because it's live. And, and you know what I mean? We're not editing this out. I mean, I know a lot of people edit their podcasts, but when you're in a conversation with somebody, you don't know what they're going to say. And they could possibly say something that you would never hear because it's been filtered out. Right. And, and, you know, I know that oftentimes, you know, my wife is, is conscientious of saying something. She doesn't want to say something wrong. And, and but people will tell can tell by listening to your story that you're not trying to intentionally say something wrong mm-hmm. because they're going to get it in the full context. Right. You're not going to get a snippet taken out of it. So I think that's super cool is that we have the freedom to pursue uh, all these things. That's really point number four, right? Mm-hmm. And that is the freedom to pursue things that are true, that are good, that are virtuous, and that are godly. Um, that's as as homeschool parents, that's the cool thing that we have the freedom to do is that we can put all that stuff into our children's educational uh, material mm-hmm. so that they can they can really 
take hold of that stuff. And I, I know you wanted to read this quote here from uh, Benjamin Franklin, and I think that's a, a great time to read it if you want to. Sure. It was in our lesson today. Only a virtuous people are capable of freedom. As nations become corrupt and vicious, they have more need of masters yeah. like Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, that's that's great. And, uh, you know, that, that was a time in our history where, you know, we were really trying to do things, you know, in a, in a godly way. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I know that the Founding Fathers have taken a lot of flack today. They're not even here to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, people have pa- pulled out things in their life to try to break them down and make them paint them in a bad light. But in the reality, the spirit of what they were trying to do, mm-hmm. I mean, that was very bold in that time. If you think like they didn't have internet, they didn't have cars, they didn't have paved roads, they didn't have running water and uh, indoor plumbing, they didn't have typewriters, they had ink pens that were made, you know, that inkwell and a feather pen. And they're and they're doing massive things to get this country going in the direction that they got it to go. And um, and people flock to this day to this country for what they built, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that freedom is amazing. So one of the things that I, I, I talk to kids about, and this will be point number five, is, uh, you know, what do you, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, and whenever I get a new, uh, younger person in my, in my practice, I, it's one of the things I love to ask them to just see where they go. And what do you think they say? Probably I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the most common answer. Yeah. Once in a while, somebody will have uh, an idea of where they want to head. They've been inspired by somebody or something is they've always wanted to do. But if you ask a little kid, you were saying... Yeah, I was saying, you know, asking a little child that, and they always have an answer. Yeah, they, they do. do. And so why do you think a little kid always has an answer? What's your thought? I think their imagination is still just and they haven't had to, I don't know, maybe have someone ridicule an idea yet or um, limit their belief system. You know, they're just sky's the limit to them, like just endless possibility. Yeah, so that's really point number five, I would say. And it is this, pick a path. You know, whatever it is, the sooner that you can pick a path, I think, in life, and it's never too late to pick a path and try it, but Try try whatever you want to try and try it a hundred percent. Like give it your all. Like pour yourself into it. And you're gonna have one of two things happen. One is that it's gonna be so frustrating to you that you just won't want to do it. <clears throat> or two, you're gonna be more inspired to keep going into it. And if you that's really I think the path that we miss out on is that we we sometimes pick paths based on what we think other people want us to do. Mm, And so we end up pursuing those paths, and we might make it, but it wasn't exactly what we really wanted to do. It wasn't necessarily even our wheelhouse, but we chose that path because of other reasons. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, so I would say pick your path, and uh, if you give it it your 100% and it doesn't work out, pick a new one, (laughs) right? So... Well, that's all I have. Do you have anything you want to add? No, that's good. <clears throat> all right, great. That's all for this week's edition for your weekly Limitless Life Network podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Lombardi. Tune in each and every week to 
listen to Sandy, stay connected, be inspired, and keep moving toward your best life by stripping away your limitations. And we'll see you next week as I lose my voice. <laughs> Have a great week.